What's good? Motor City Mike Monster. Detroit getting here to let you know, man, I love this motherfucking podcast. Main reason is, every time you're there, you feel like you're already home. Pun intended, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's get it. Yo, what's good? This is the Already Home Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. Uh, unfortunately, this week, we don't have Detroit again. Detroit again is handling some business. Um, he's up somewhere else. So, um, I'll be doing this joint solo dolo. Uh, I'll be by myself this week. However, uh, still had to get an episode out to you guys. So, before we get to the nonsense, man, y'all already know, make sure you rate and subscribe. Make sure uh, whatever platform you're listening to, if they have that rating system, uh, you definitely give us some type of rating. Comment, uh, share the link, man. Share the, you know, share it with a friend. Let somebody know. Um, and with that being said, uh, let's get to the shits. Um, so, this week, man, uh, you know. It was a pretty good week. Got a three-day weekend, so I'm pretty much just chilling out. I'm not doing too much. Um, I didn't get a chance to uh, do no real work, so I'm, I'm kind of moving here and there, trying to put little stuff together, man. Uh, I was supposed to do a video with the Immaculate Bros, but it ended up raining, so that kind of fell through. But we are definitely getting the video together, so keep a lookout, man. Um, I got a video with the Immaculate Bros coming very soon. Um, but for all those, all those that want to see me do a couple tricks here and there, man, go to um, my Instagram page, at Schools Bronson, and you can actually see me do a couple trick shots um, trying to get on the Immaculate Bros page, so... Go check that out. Um, but anyway, man, these past few weeks have been kind of crazy. There's been a lot going on. For those that know, we briefly spoke about it last time, but Jay-Z and the NFL uh, came into some kind of partnership or some kind of deal. And uh, a lot of people were up at arms, man. A lot of people uh, didn't like that move from Ho. So they were, uh, you know, kind of saying that he was a sellout. And we really didn't know what the, we really didn't know what the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the layout of the deal was. We more so just, I believe we kind of went off of emotions and everything else. Cause me, myself, I was on the fence about the whole thing as well. I kind of didn't know what was going on. I, it, it, on, like I said, on one side of me, it was, oh man, I can't believe Ho did this. And then on the other side of me, it was, well, if anybody could, probably make a change, you know what I'm saying, he one of those people that could probably do that, so, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we gonna find out whether or not, um, we gonna find out whether or not he could do it, you know what I mean, I, I wanna see what comes of it, and, you know, what, what the, what the actual full game plan is, right now, we do know that one of the things that they're doing is creating an apparel line, which really didn't help out uh help the the look of it a lot of people just said that 
Um, this is more so of a money scheme for Jay-Z and the NFL. So the I think it's Initiate Change program. They're doing an apparel line, and the proceeds go to uh, Initiate Change, which is a program that uh, supports and helps um, community programs in urban areas, uh, be it financially or any other way. So hopefully we'll, we'll see something a little bit more, um, I don't know. I, I, hopefully we see some a little bit more, uh, a little bit more meaty, you know, to me, I feel like this is just a, this is just something like they just threw up in the air real quick just to see if, uh, if it'll do something, and I, I don't know, man, I don't think this is really gonna make a, uh, I don't think this is really gonna be what everybody is looking for, so, I mean, we'll see, who knows, um, but they also announced that Meek Rhapsody, I'm sorry, Meek Mill Rhapsody, and a few more artists are, um, gonna be advocates, and possibly, um, supposed, I guess they possibly will might, uh, have Super Bowl performances, it, it won't be this year, probably, but, you know, ain't no telling. Uh, I don't know necessarily, but me personally, man, just an honest opinion. All this shit is starting to just seem like it's, it's already falling apart just from the looks of it. I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying that it isn't. But it looks funny from right now. You know what I mean? Like, just you guys come out with the with the clothes and everything. And I don't know what that's supposed to actually do. I mean, I get it that it's sending money to the programs, but... I mean, you you know what I'm saying? It's, it's multi-million dollar people. They could do that themselves. But, you know, who knows, man? Um, so, once again, for some uh, for a few weeks, man, unfortunately, the Amazon rainforest uh, has been on fucking fire. And we have been getting little to no media coverage of this situation. Um, this is a big deal. This is actually more harmful than pretty much anything out there right now, man. Um, the Amazon, I believe, uh, is where we get most of our oxygen on the planet. And if that shit burns down, then we might end up fucking suffocating on this planet. Nobody is, is talking about this. Nobody is really posting this shit up. It's only a few uh, news stories here and there talking about it, but for the most part, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it's it's a that's a huge situation. You know what I'm saying? The, the Amazon is burning. The Amazon is on fire. Uh, they talked about a, a, a case that had happened between um, the natives of the Amazon, and I forget who it was against, but the natives won the um, they won the case, and then right after they won the case, I think like maybe a week or two behind that, then the Amazon start catching fire. Now, I mean, it is what it is. You can you can speculate if you want. I I already did. I already kind of figured that's what happened is it whoever is uh involved in setting the amazon on fire right now definitely uh has to be involved with uh whoever they won that court case against and the reason that they're supposed to be doing this is for cattle herding now um 
I'm not gonna lie, man. If it's between breathing and the cheeseburger, fuck that cheeseburger, fam. You could throw that shit the fuck away. I'm not worried about fucking milk and cheeseburgers and shit like that compared to breathing. I would rather have clean, fresh fucking air than uh, worrying about whatever the fuck these motherfuckers are doing with these motherfucking cows. Um, They said it's like 10 years of emissions and poisonous air and all kind of shit the Amazon has sucked in. And now, because these motherfuckers want to be greedy and do some shit and fuck with something they ain't supposed to be fucking with, all that shit is being released back into the air, back into the earth, so... Um, get ready, man. It's, I think something's going to be crazy going on. It's going to be some type of epidemic or a lot of people are start going to, you know, starting going to start get that. Yeah, man, I can't, <laughs> I can't say that for shit. Are going to start getting sick. Uh, I think you're going to start seeing people with a lot of respiratory infections. Allergies are going to start getting worse. I mean, um, head colds. All kind of shit, uh, lung diseases, all that kind of shit is about to be at an all-time high within the next uh, six to nine months, man. So whatever you can do, you know what I mean, just be careful out there, man, and, you know, get you some plants and shit to go around your house. Hopefully that shit will help out. But, uh, yeah, man, that's a, that's a shitty, shitty thing, man. Um, but moving on, I just had to get I had to get that in there real quick. Um, this week, man, my album of the week, my uh, my focus of the week, my uh, music choice of the week, whatever you want to call it. Um, and actually, from now on, uh, right now, probably just for the year. I ain't gonna say for a week, for the year. Um, the best album to uh, drop this year is Queen Rhapsody. And uh, her album Eve. This is um, simply put, man. It's a it's a masterpiece. This is probably one of the best albums I have ever heard within uh, this year coming out, and probably late last year. Rhapsody put together magic, man. I mean, I don't I don't know what they doing in that booth. I don't know what kind of voodoo or sacrificing and everything they doing in that booth, but she is putting together some works of art, man. Layla's Wisdom was a very, very strong first album. That was a, it was uh it was, oh my goodness, that shit was fire. I mean, she had some, some great uh, features on there, a lot of great beats. Um, of course, you know, she barred us to death, which was amazing. You know, you, you can never get mad at that. And I mean, you, she just has some great songs on there. She has some upbeat songs, some serious songs. She had a variety of music on there. And then she comes back with this Eve album and she does the same thing. But somehow, some way, she does it even better than before. Um, my two favorite uh, tracks on the album. And I've listened to the album maybe about like 10 times by now. And I listened, every time I listen to it, I listen to it all the way through. I don't skip any songs. That's how great this album, that's really how great this album is. Um, the first, the first song that I fuck with, you know what I'm saying, for a fact, two of my favorites, uh, is the Whoopi track. I think that she, uh, she showed a, a different side of herself on Whoopi, which was great because it lets you know the, the, uh, the range that she has as an artist. And then she comes back with, uh, I believe is Iptahaj. And that shit was fucking fire. Like, 
that hell that that album is is five out of five flame emojis for me. Like there's no I don't I don't even know that for real for real is six. I'm I ain't gonna be funny. I give it six flame emojis out of five because that shit was crazy, man. I mean from the production to the uh to the to the bars to the features to the samples to the uh the the sound on it. I mean just everything about it, man. It was put together like it was just a it was it was just an amazing ass puzzle that was put together properly. And I mean from from her to you know what I'm saying, her having uh D'Angelo and Jizza on the track, her having um um Queen Latifah on the track, man. Like having Queen Latifah rapping with Queen Latifah, I mean just oh my god, and Queen Latifah still got it. Oh man, she ain't lost a step. She was uh she put down some bars as well. But just the fact that, you know what I'm saying, she was able to make an album like this and and the and the uh, the dopest part about the album is that each track is named after uh, a woman who inspired her in life. And even the album is named after I believe uh, a woman who inspired her in life. I believe it's named after the rapper Eve. But I just think that that's super fucking dope that, you know what I'm saying, she took that concept and she used that throughout the album. And then not only that, man, she really gave us something to fucking listen to. This isn't like one of those stupid ass albums where you get one or two dope ass songs and then the rest is this motherfucking experiment. You know what I'm saying? This is something to where she really took her time and like put her heart. You could tell she put her heart and soul into that shit. And I mean, it's a great fucking album man if you get a chance go out there and uh go get the eve album from rhapsody man um and i ain't gonna lie to you i'm gonna just go ahead and put it out there i honestly think that she's a top five artist right now um it ain't too many niggas out here putting out the the work that she putting out and uh it's, it's super fucking difficult to be putting out these type of projects and, and consistently doing it and the fact that she's doing that i mean she might she might be the best fucking mc out right now i i mean just let's say you know i mean i'm not saying that she is i'm just saying like i wouldn't mind seeing her go toe to toe on the track with uh Kendrick again or J Cole again at this at this level that she's at now i wouldn't mind seeing her go on the uh, track with Drake you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, I would really love to hear her and Wale together. I think that'd be a dope ass joint, and I think I ain't gonna lie. I think she a murder big Sean. but um, just and I'm not talking about like a beef thing. I'm just talking about if you listen to rap music or you are an artist, you know exactly what I mean when I say get on the track and and murder the next person's verse. That's what I'm talking about. I think that she'll put out some fucking heat. Cause even on the uh, Sojourner track with her and J Cole, like she kind of, she I think she kind of one up Cole on Sojourner, man. I'm not gonna lie to people, you know what I'm saying? Like that, she she did her fucking thing, man. I mean, I I just think Rhapsody is a great fucking artist, and you know what I'm saying for her to just so happen to be a female artist at that, um, it makes it even better because now we can kind of cut that line of, oh, uh, man, we don't really got no female females who can really rap. Like, nah, that shit out the window now. Now we got somebody who 
niggas basically put up with men and women. Like, we don't, like, it's not a lot of artists who could do that. Like, Nikki was held at that level at one time. And then, you know, she took the pop route and started doing music like that. And I don't blame her because, you know, that's where the money was. So she made the right decision, especially career-wise. Um, but I ain't going to lie to you, man. Um, I really, I wouldn't even mind hearing uh, Rhapsody and Nikki on the song together just to see who really got it. Because I, I, I know Nikki has that type of talent. I know Nikki has bars. And, and God damn it, Rhapsody got bars. And I just wouldn't mind hearing two females go toe-to-toe and really, like, just give it they all and give it they everything and show, you know what I'm saying, show the world just how great two women could be on the track and how dope that would be is, is man, it, it's, it's unexplainable, you know? So I would really like to see that, man. But uh, that Rhapsody album is, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the one for the year. If that one don't win album of the year in some, I don't give a fuck if it's the Grammys or the Hip Hop Awards, whatever. If that don't get album of the year, it's a problem, man. Um, Rick Ross album dropped, and uh, I thought that was a pretty good album. Um, it it sounded kind of like that old Rick Ross, that Rick Ross that everybody been you know what I'm saying looking for. Um, that smooth ass drug dealer talk Rick Ross, which is great. But I ain't gonna lie to you, uh, I only listened to it for a little bit. I ain't I, I tried to sit with it, and it didn't do uh, what I thought it was gonna do. But um. For for the most part, it was it was a pretty good album, and then I heard Rhapsody's album, and I was like, well, I ain't listening to shit else for the rest of the year. So, I mean, it is what it is. But I'm about to take a break, man. Um, I'm about to hit y'all with an ad. Go ahead and check this out real quick. I think you will dig it. As an artist, entrepreneur, or business, first impressions are everything. Why invest in things that may not yield the results that you are looking for? Having a quality promo video or music video can be the difference of you becoming successful sooner rather than later. For all of your video needs, grab your phone, go to Instagram, and search for Visions by Phantom to set yourself away from the pack today. Once again, that's Visions by Phantom. No spaces, all one word. Go check them out, man. Um, That's my guy. Dope dude, man. He does some great work. If you're looking for some artistry, if you're looking for professionalism, go check out my guy, Visions by Phantom on Instagram. Peace. All right, and we back. Um, so past week, man. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Last weekend, Dave Chappelle was down here in Dayton. Well, yeah, down here in Dayton, Ohio, man. And uh, he brought the community together. He brought the city together um, from the mass shooting that happened down in the Oregon here. Um, he had like, a, I guess you could call it like a wellness concert or like, a, a, I, don't, I don't know. I would say it was a wellness concert, but he basically uh, held an event downtown uh, Dayton and in the Oregon district, of course, and he had it for basically the whole fucking city. Everybody was there, um, besides me, unfortunately. But uh, he held, he actually held a concert there. Kanye West was there. Chance the Rapper was there. Stevie Wonder was there. Um, they said it was a few other people, but I'm not sure. Um, but I just want to say salute to Dave Chappelle, man. He did a um, he did a very awesome thing. Not a lot of people, uh, 
you know, do shit like that for uh, cities that wouldn't be considered major cities. You know what I'm saying? And for him to take the time out and, and organize that uh, that event was was very good for the city, man. It, it brought everybody out and it brought everybody together for a small amount of time, even if you know what I'm saying. It was even if it was a few hours or you know what I'm saying, whatever. It was just the fact that he brought everybody together, and that shit was amazing. And I'm so you know happy that the city got a chance to you know what I'm saying come together like that, and then everybody got a chance to enjoy you know what I'm saying each other. So salute to Dave Chappelle for that one, man. Um, and then of course uh, Dave Chappelle releases another Netflix special, Sticks and Stones. Now, um, I've been a fan of Dave Chappelle since uh, high school. High school was the first time I really got a chance to understand and comprehend his comedy. I remember him from um, The Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy because he was in there. He was a stand-up. I think uh, another movie he did was Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence. Though I would see him here and there. like I remember him in Half Baked and shit like that. But as far as him doing actual comedy like stand-up sketches and all that, um, I remember him... On when Chappelle's show dropped, and Chappelle's show was such a dope ass show, and it, and it was end up becoming a cultural phenomenon. But I remember us every day at school, the next day coming into school talking about Chappelle's show, and um, you know, I remember watching Killing Them Softly and all the rest of his stand ups, and he had a deal with Netflix to where he was uh dropping. Um, specials so he comes out recently with sticks and stones and I think this is uh, because we've been we've always said that Dave Chappelle is the best out but I think that stand up special I think in a few years when we go back and, and watch that special and we'll see how it happened but I think this this specific stand up special solidify him as the goat of, of stand up comedians um, he literally went out and in a way canceled, canceled. Well, before I, before I talk about it, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, I will be talking about the themes and the subjects of what Dave Chappelle talks about in this standup special. So if you have not seen it yet, you might want to skip over this part. Uh, just a real quick spoiler alert. Anyway. Um, but yeah, he, he lucky canceled, cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? He, he really put. Uh, a lot of emphasis on, you know what I'm saying, how goofy this shit it really is. Like how he was talking about how he, uh, the, he was doing the impression of the audience. And he said, like, yeah, you know, I'll bring up stuff from 10, 15 years ago and, and get you fired. Like that type shit. Like anytime you got a guy like that, man, who he could say whatever the fuck he wants about anything that he wants to talk about, like, think about it, he was talking about the LGBTQ community, he talked about his family, that motherfucker talked about, uh, what else was he talking about, man, he was talking about racism, he was talking about, uh, mass shootings and violence in the country, that motherfucker was talking about politics here and there, man, he was just, I mean, he covered a wide range of shit, but at the same time, like, he gave you laugh after fucking laugh after fucking laugh after fucking laugh. It was thought-provoking. It was hilarious. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
it, it didn't make you kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a lot of times something happened and you kind of grimace at it. Like, uh, I don't know if he should have said that shit. Nah, like when he said it, you was like, I can't believe he said that shit. Like, that's the type of shit I'm talking about, man. And, and um, when you had a, that kind of skill and you could put that type of shit together and make everything about it funny and, and really be, uh, really make it a, a social commentary piece. More so than a stand-up special. Because to me, that's what it was. It was more so of a, a, a social commentary piece to where he basically put the mirror up to the country and was like, "Look at let's look at ourselves real quick and let's see why this shit is fucked up. And um, yeah, man, I think the, uh, the funniest shit about it was uh, the funniest joke that he did was the Anthony Bourdain joke about Anthony Bourdain. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> But um man, yeah, Dave Chappelle is definitely the GOAT, man. I don't I don't see anybody taking him off that pedestal for a while. And uh yeah, he, he really showed his ass on that shit. Like to me, I, I think that shit was amazing. From finish to, you know what I'm saying, from start to finish, man, he just was he was bringing it to you. And um then I got a chance to see the Q and A at the end of it and I thought that was that that made it even better because you got a chance to really see him not actually performing but kind of being himself and getting a chance to talk to the fans and interacting with the fans and you know what I'm saying like answering some questions and talking about the um he was talking a little bit about some comedy history about a certain club and everything which I thought was super cool man you know anytime you got somebody like in a profession and they actually know about the history of the profession that's an amazing thing um it it kind of reminded me of listening to uh, Mike Tyson's podcast where he goes and talk about boxers of um, the past and how uh, detailed and intricate he gets about certain shit. So if you haven't seen it yet, man, please go watch Dave Chappelle's new stand up Sticks and Stones. You will not regret it. That shit is hilarious. And you know what I'm saying? Everybody needs a good laugh. Um. So, uh, right now, um, Hurricane Dorian is, uh, about to go some, well, we don't know yet. They, they said it was going to Florida and then I just got a report not too long ago that it's not going to get to America at all, but it has taken over the Bahamas. So man, if you are in that region, man, if you in the Gulf region, if you are in any of those States, just whatever you do, man, be careful. Um, if you can evacuate, please evacuate. If you can't evacuate, uh, do your best to get somewhere safe and, um, do your best to be as careful as possible. Um, if you guys know anybody in those areas, man, check up on your people, make sure your people are right. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Do whatever you can to help if anything is, uh, is really going to happen. You know, that's the most important thing to, uh, do. So, I just wanted to say that real quick because I think that's a real serious issue. Um, we already know how it went with Katrina and, and the other ones and Sandy and all that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's try to do our best, even though it's not really anything we can do, honestly. But let's just do our best to kind of prevent some of that shit from happening if we can or in any kind of way to try to at least. Um, and last but not least, man, football is back, baby. Um, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? My household is excited. Um, this is this is really the best type of year for me. I'm sorry, the best time of year for me. 
Um, yesterday was the beginning of college football for me. The Ohio State Buckeyes uh, came and uh, did their thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I barbecued and got a chance to sit down and eat, watch my watch my boys get busy. Um, very impressive, man. I think that uh, we got a good chance at the national championship if we could keep this up. Um, we got a few tests going down the road, and uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. I was very impressed with uh, the transfer quarterback from uh, Georgia, um, Justin Fields. He looked very promising. He looked uh, he looked complete, man. You know what I'm saying? He ran the, ran it in for a touchdown, threw a couple touchdowns. Uh, my, we the Ohio State Buckeyes was up like 28 to nothing with nine minutes left in the first quarter. Um, so it was very impressive. The defense was sticking. Um, shout out to Coach Ryan Day, man, you know, for, uh, head coach right now. Uh, he stepped in when Urban Meyer was out. Um, and then, you know, he got the job when Urban Meyer retired. Um, he was 3-0 and as an interim coach. He won and 0 as a head coach. So hopefully he continues that and he keeps doing his thing because that's going to be great to see. It's always good to see those Buckeyes get a W. Um, it's good to see them be dominant, especially on the football field. And uh, I think we're going. It's, it's a it's a lot of great things that's going to be going on, man. And, and in college football, it's a lot of shit that you know can happen at the you know at the wink of a. I don't even think that's a saying. At the wink of a dime, I mean at the drop of a dime. That's what it is. I'm thinking of some other shit. But at the drop of a dime, you know what I'm saying? Um, I I want to see uh, what Bama does. I know I watched Bama and Duke uh, a little bit. And Bama looked like they were struggling real early, man. I don't know what it was, but it, it just looked like they weren't together. So we'll see how that ended up pulling out. Um, I wouldn't be mad if them, if the, you know what I'm saying, if they uh, got put out the top four. I think uh, that would be suitable. I'm really tired of seeing these niggas in the top four, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not a big fan of Bama. I think uh, they're one of the teams that – get shown that favoritism. I know a lot of the Power 5 teams do. I know Ohio State definitely gets shown favoritism. But with Bama, it's a little, uh, for me, it's a little absurd. Um, the NFL is back Thursday. Thursday, the NFL is back. First game of the regular season. Don't care about it, though. I'm not going to lie to you because I only care about Sunday because that's when those Cleveland Browns play. Dog pound dough. Yeah, I can't wait. Um a lot of promising shit going on for my uh, Cleveland Browns, man. Goddamn Odell Beckham Jr., uh, you know what I'm saying, Kareem Hunt, um, Nick Chubb is back, David Njoku is back, Juice Landry is back, Denzel Ward is back, Baker Mayfield is back. I mean, I, I think we are going to bust some fucking domes, man. We finally got a solid head coach. We're not worried about whether or not we're going to have the same coach at the beginning. We're not worried about if we're not going to have another quarterback or any of that stupid shit. We finally got a good quarterback. We finally got another coach. Um, during the preseason, they looked pretty solid. They struggled a lot on offense, which I'm not really shocked about because a lot of the wide receivers and a lot of the running backs and all that, they weren't starters. Um, so that really didn't that really didn't do too much for me. I, I I seen what they were trying to do, which was a good thing. Um, Garrett Gilbert, who is uh I believe right now is a third string quarterback, he got a lot of playing time in, which I thought was pretty good. Um, they put Drew Stanton in as well, but 
Um, it was good to see them actually working out the third string QB, getting him into the actual game situations, letting them work out with certain players and everything else because I think that's very important. Um, Kareem Hunt, uh, I know he got a uh, he got a, like he had to do some surgery, or he got surgery done or whatever. Um, but he's still he out for ten games anyway on the suspension, so hopefully he gets better real soon, man. Um, and you know he he you know his body adjusts well because you know you don't never want to see nobody have to go through surgeries and injuries and that shit as a former player like that's just some shitty shit to see. But um, if he if he is well, you know what I'm saying we get him back after week ten, which is gonna be great because that means that he's gonna be fresh as shit. He got six games and he's gonna be balling the fuck out in those last six games. And on top of that, you got to remember, man, Nick Chubb is going to be running these motherfuckers down for the first 10 games. So then when we get Kareem Hunt back, then that's just going to be even worse because now we got a one of the uh, top speed backs in the league. And then on top of that, you're going to have them fresh fucking legs. He's going to be ready to play ball. He's going to be ready to have something to prove. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is finally going to get a chance to get out there on the field. I think that him – Juice Landry, David Njoku, and Baker Mayfield are going to put on a fucking show. Um, I think this offense is probably going to be one of the best offenses in the league this year. Definitely a top 10 offense, I'm hoping. Um, Our defense, our defense is definitely going to be a top 10 defense. I'm not even worried about that. Um, With the addition of of a, a cornerback like Greedy Williams, hopefully he gets a lot of playing time. Denzel Ward is healthy and back. Um, a, a real lockdown guy. He could play one on one. He could play the zone. He could kind of do a lot. Um, we lost a whole bunch of uh, we lost a whole bunch of power in the linebacking core from losing Jamie Collins, who was a great veteran. But I think that uh, I think Christian Kirksey is is gonna step up and take over and uh, make something happen in that in that area. Um, that line is gonna be dope. We got Vernon Olivier, so. You know what I'm saying? We got Miles Garrett, and, and I mean, I think that that line is really going to be the piece de resistance of our defense. Yes, I said piece de resistance of our defense. Um, and I'm like I said, man, I think we gonna, I'm going to be real impressed this year. I think uh, all the Browns fans are going to be real impressed. I predict them going 10-6. and six. I think they are definitely going to win a division and get to the playoffs. Um, so, you know, from there on, man, we're going to see. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited as hell, man. Dog pound, baby. I'm excited as shit. And with that said, man, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and end it here. I know, like I said, it was a short one, but it's cool. Like I said, I had to give y'all something, man. I had to make sure y'all left out uh, this week with just a little taste of it, even if it ain't a full, full episode like we usually put together. Um, Detroit Gannon is out, and he got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, maybe I drop something else. Maybe I put together something else and drop a a, a two parter or something. We'll see. Um, but with that being said, man, I want you guys to enjoy your holiday. If you are off for Labor Day, man, enjoy yourself. Um, if you don't have anything to do tomorrow, hey, grab you a beer, sit back, relax, and enjoy the silence. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to send a special shout out to uh my guy Phantom. You know what I'm saying? Visions by Phantom. Um, y'all go check that out on Instagram, go check out his music on Spotify and, uh, every other streaming service out, um, uh, SoundCloud and all those joints, uh, salute to the Stolen Time podcast, S. Dot Foster, Uncle Washington, salute to both of those guys, man, that, their podcast is available everywhere, um, on 
iTunes, Spotify, all those um, platforms, and um, check out S. Foster with 28 Minutes or Less. Um, salute to my guys at First Class Podcast, my guy E, my guy ADR Eternal, and, of course, my guy James, man. Y'all go check them out. Um, they are available on Anchor. They are available on Spotify and all those platforms as well. Salute to my homegirl, Asha. You know what I'm saying? She just did her first podcast, Optimistic O. If you uh, if you want to hear some motivation, if you want to hear uh, some some vulnerability, some uh, some some caring thoughts, if you just want to hear some honesty, man, go check out Optimistic O. It's available on Anchor right now. I'm sure to be available everywhere else very soon. Um, and then. Um, let me see. Last but not least, man, salute to my guy, Detroit Gann, the Bad Husband Podcast. Y'all go check them, uh, check him out. Uh, his is also available on Anchor and everywhere else, man. Um, and if you guys want to reach me, man, if y'all want to connect with me, talk some shit, you know, maybe have a debate about something. Maybe you disagreed about the Rhapsody joint. I don't know. We going to find out. You can hit me up um, on Twitter or on Instagram at Scoots Bronson. Uh, you can follow my guy Detroit Gan on Instagram, Detroit Gan84, on Twitter at Detroit underscore Gan, and then you can find them on Facebook at Motor City Gan or uh, Gan Content. Then, uh, if you want to just reach the page uh, for the podcast specifically, if you want to email us a question or something or some advice or something you think we should have or maybe a topic you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, you can email us at Already home podcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at already home pod and you can reach us on Instagram at already home podcast. Make sure you check us out, man. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Do the do. And, uh, with that being said, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, salute to everybody, man. Thank you guys for listening. Um, once again, man, my, my thoughts and prayers are with, uh, everybody in the Bahamas and everybody in the Gulf coast region. I hope you guys are okay. I hope there was uh, no fatalities or nothing like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? We can get over material possessions, but we cannot get over the loss of lives. Um, so with that being said, man, it ain't where you're from. It's where you at. This is the already home podcast. We out.